Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned in to The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on SiriusXM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. Hey, and it's your girl, Dice Gamble, in the building. Checking on in. Thirsting for the Lord. Thirsting for the Lord Thursday. Thirsting for his righteousness. The righteousness of the Lord. Yep. That's what we should all be thirsting for. Um, Period. And right now, it's super thirsty season. Y'all make sure y'all stay hydrated out in those streets. You know, we were out there in Las Vegas about to uh, choke on that 120 degree uh, heat. I don't know how y'all do it, but please, please stay hydrated. Please. You know, hydration is is, is a real thing. And, and it's funny because you DM me. I just saw it this morning. You DM me a, a couple of days ago, uh, 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 a comical little skit of how is it that people in Vegas are wearing hoodies and crew necks? And I don't story. understand it. Let's, no, let's be very clear. Me. Tell the story. What the reason why I sent it to you was? Go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you tell it. No, we we were outside somewhere. I remember your wife was like, "Y'all, where were we? We were outside of that. Remember, we went over to uh, like another yes. spot. We were at the mall. We were at the mall, and the gentleman, the young the young man, had the the hoodie on, had a hoodie the, the, the pink on. hoodie and on, long pants. Yeah, I didn't understand it. I, ain't no way in the world. It, it, listen, we are legit telling you it was a hundred and twenty. <laughs> It was so hot, we we strategically would call our Uber ride, and we wouldn't pull outside the air condition till we knew he was outside. No, 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 no. You pull, keep coming. We, we we tell them keep coming around. Keep yeah. Okay, now we go. Because <laughs> we're getting into an air conditioned car, and when we get out, we walking right back into wherever we going. The hotel, the resort, the casino. It didn't matter. You know, yeah. we going right back into air. We didn't we didn't even walk the strip because it was so hot. It was like. I mean, honestly, I'm still baffled. I don't even know how you live. I don't know how you live like that. You know, it just makes me mad when when I can't get a, a piece of cool air. You know what I'm saying? Like from somewhere, you know, <laughs> and standing outside in Vegas. I don't care how much gambling you can do or whatever is out there. Oh, Jesus. That heat is ridiculous. It's not like Georgia heat. I thought it was hot in Atlanta. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is no. a different type of heat. It <laughs> is. is a different type. Yeah, but the hoodie thing, I, the millennial thing, I don't know how anybody wears a hoodie 
uh, when it's over a hundred degrees and we did get to witness that this is a whole thing. Probably something we need to actually pray about. Listen, <laughs> it's so hot in Vegas. They don't even have real grass nowhere. We was looking at astral turf everywhere. We went, there was fake grass. Oh, rocks. Oh, rocks. <laughs> oh, rocks. Yeah. Brown rocks. I was like, listen, you can't have no dog out here. If I was a dog, I'd be super mad at my human. <laughs> like, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, where is the grass? <laughs> like, no, no, I'll be inside on the carpet. No, I'm not. No, we're not doing this. Yes. Huh? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. So we pray for all them. Yeah, we we know it might Vegas. be a stylish, a stylish thing, but no, no, let that no. thing go. Embrace jerseys and tank tops and, and T-shirts because that's all you should have on. Ain't, ain't nothing else popping in Vegas. Uh, l- l- nothing else popping in Vegas. But but we appreciate we got yeah, we, we got a chance to go through the stellar experience. It was we're grateful. With shouts out to Don Jackson, the entire stellar oh, team for putting yes. it on. We're looking forward to see where it's going to be next year because we're going to still be there. And uh, yeah, to God be the glory. Once yeah. again, you're tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music mm-hmm. that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And when I tell y'all we got a hot show for y'all today, mm-hmm. uh, we gonna get one of the best to do it in CHH on the line today. Let's be very clear. We talk about our Mount Rushmore's CHH, and his name is always coming up. So, yes, uh, founder of Indie Tribe, no big deal, will be joining us not only for the spiritual detox, but we're going to allow for him to stick around, too, as well for our Real Talk conversation, because we're going to talk about egos today. He got a song out called Sleeping, so I thought it was only right for him to break down some of that, uh, some of his music content and talk about egos within Christian hip hop. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and tweet somebody right now. Yeah, the, the fix is on early in the morning. Wake up. And this show is hot as fish grease. I promise you this thing is hot. Uh, we go get into some music uh, and we're going to come right back. Let's get into. Yeah, let's get some Pastor Mike Jr. on this morning as well as. Oh, yeah, let's let's get that uh, 1K few and Jonathan McReynolds. We still in our stellar bag dice. I'm still playing a little bit more of that urban urban r&b let's play uh yeah let's play our sis uh doe and wande but mm-hmm. right now uh come on dkg kai and our brother mm-hmm. alex john come on now keep it locked you're tuning into the fix and the fix is in new videos music articles devos and more stay connected get the app now so you don't miss a thing visit holyculture.net Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. Y'all know what time it is. Uh, it's tapped in for that spiritual detox. And when I tell y'all, we got a special one today. We've been waiting on this one for a while. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, our, our little uh, sub genre, CHH, and uh, you know, we have our little Mount Rushmore's dice that we talk about all the time. And oh, uh, let's be very clear: uh, uh, this man's wow. name comes up a lot because, uh, wow. I, I, you know, so so we're, we're talk we're gonna talk about it within the interview, but we talk about how we could put four artists on the CHH side against four oh. mainstream artists. And mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. five to six years ago, I didn't feel that confident. But in 2023, mm-hmm. I put mm-hmm. money up on it. <laughs> wow. If, if wow. we just going on rapping, if we just going on lyrics, like if we if we, we just doing that, come on, yeah. let's go. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is one who I would put out in front <laughs> right, real quick. Like, yeah, Dilly, go ahead. Take it that light work, man. Let's go get some <laughs> Dilly Bears afterwards. <laughs> Without further ado, let help me welcome in, listen, uh, the founder of Indie Tribe, our brother, No Big Deal. What's going on? Man, thank y'all for having me, bro. And thank you for the kind words for real, bro. That's that's amazing. No, no, you've been you've been doing it for a long time, deal. Let's be very clear. You've been you've been like our little silent little secret. I, I would argue the last two to three years, yes. like you've been getting your props, but 
Listen, right. I can go way back yeah. to the mixtapes and everything you were doing. You've been rapping at a high level for a while. So I got to give you a roses while you still living. Sonically, Thank you're good. You, Production-wise, like, you know how to write a beat. You have different cadences. You sing, yeah. you rap, you do whatever you want to do. So it's like, yeah, it's mm. like, yeah. So, yeah. Everybody can't say that in this in this yeah. genre. Everybody can't say that. So, yeah, we appreciate you for all the body of work that you've done. And we're excited mm. to talk to you. So, yeah, Dice, let's let's get into it. First, Dilly, first, first, how did you come up with the name No Big Deal? Because you are a big yeah. deal to us. So how did you come up with that name? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I, I really wanted to, like, even in my stage name, I wanted to convey that what I'm doing is not ultimately for myself. I'm not trying to build a kingdom for myself. Um, and so I wanted to convey humility even within my name and the stylization of my name. So my name is Dylan. So Dill, you know, so um, no big deal, all lowercase with a period, even the stylization of the name when it's stylized correctly, which is rare. But when it's stylized correctly, it's even kind of testifying to there's a bigger story. There's somebody greater than me that I'm representing um, that has given me these talents and this creativity and, and who I want to reflect through music and narrative and, and all the things that we do. <sighs> I'm just trying to figure out why you're so cool. Uh, who in your family <laughs> did you get that from? Like, I, it is so funny because um, I always joke with focus. I'm like, you know, I need a dilly bear, you know, like, I feel like you should have your own teddy bear because we love you that. I mean, like the genre loves you that much. I don't know if people in your family love you that much, but I was like, I just, I just want to hug him. You know, like no disrespect (laughs) to your wife. I'm just like you, you, yes, you're talented. I mean, in, in every single way from writing and producing and all that, but I'll be honest with you focus and no shade to you focus. He's always been on my uh, Mount Rushmore. So the point is (laughs) you, you have a quality that these other, a lot of other rappers don't have. And that's a likability. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, um, even in listening to Go With The Ghost, I'm like, I, mm. I hear you with your testimony. And I, I I hear you saying things, but I'm like, it's hard to imagine that you were doing something and you weren't fully in it. It's hard to imagine that you had to check mm-hmm. yourself. It's like, it's, it's like you you don't come across like that. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate Go With The Ghost because I'm like, nah, he's talking right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, mm-hmm. he's trying to... Uh, share his testimony can you talk i know we're jumping forward to the music but can you talk a little bit about that particular song because that is my favorite right now that's the one i just yeah that's my favorite right now too um yeah go with the ghost um i I like a lot of things you said uh the it's funny with the teddy bear thing you know a fan just made like handmade a pop funko like a little like character of me and that's like that was i was super honored by that um but yeah so um, you know, I, I identify with what you're saying, like about it's hard to imagine, like, as I kind of like recollect and go, go back through my life, the like sinful decisions that I've made, like the, the dark, the dark choices that I've made. Um, you know, even at the time, it's not like, like if you talk to people from that period of my life, mm-hmm. they, they're not going to describe like this crazy evil dude. Like it, they're going to describe me like, pretty much the same as how I am now. But I think that even testifies more to how deceitful our hearts can be and what and what scripture says about like um, kind of like our outward appearance being deceitful and and even even like flattery, even being kind of like a a uh, 
like a backdoor to sin and hmm. um it, anyway all that to say that it's like when when you kind of like are being vulnerable through lyrics and being honest and trying to display your testimony and your sinful moments and your confession and your redemption through how God sees sin um it sounds more it sounds more intense than we're typically used to discussing it um because as as humans since we're all humans since we're all flawed since we're all sin since we all sin uh we kind of downplay uh our shortcomings even calling them shortcomings you know what i mean we we kind of downplay it to each other but the thing is since god is holy and he's perfect and everything that is good comes from him and he is all that is good Anytime we say no to him, whether it's a little white lot, whatever it is, any no to the ultimate good is like a, a, a tragedy. Like it's a very heavy transgression. So I think the the what I'm trying to do in the song is bring our sinfulness and God's holiness um, and his mercy and his will to the forefront by really depicting things how they are and not necessarily how we present them to each other. You know what I mean? So, yeah, even at the time, it's not like I was just a, a maniac. Like most people would be like, no, nah, he's always been he's a that, good dude. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm trying to tell the truth about it. You know what I'm saying? Good. So, man, that's really good. No, that's good. That. Yeah. Yeah, definitely appreciate you sharing that. Where does that boldness come from? Because, you know, I, I feel like in all your tracks, you, you know, you kind of, you know, uh, my favorite is sleeping right now. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you really dive in and go into, you know, transparency of just different things you're struggling with and just realizing yeah. that, you know, you try to point people back to the father. What does that boldness yeah. come from? Because a lot of CHH artists are not doing it on that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I think that I think that any artist, any true artist is going to make music for people who are like them um, and try to uh, yeah, try to connect with basically who they were when they were younger, when they were going through stuff, what they wish they had when they were young. So I think that my boldness comes from, I wish people had been that transparent with me about life, about the faith, um, about relationships, really just about anything. Like, um, I, I think there's so many, like, like we just play so many social norm games and like, we don't just say things how they are. And I really needed that when I was coming up. I think a lot of the things that I did end up doing was because people kind of danced around subjects and didn't just tell me how it was. So I needed that. I want to provide that. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of where that bonus comes from. It's just like the only, the only, the key to helping other people not go through the same exact things you went through is being vulnerable and being brave enough to show them your scars so that they don't have to get go through the same thing. You know? Good, man. I can't believe we got to do with you over here. I can't believe that. <laughs> I don't know, folks. This might be in my, t- my, my top five of interviews now. And that's up there with CC Wine is. I'll be honest with you. Mm. I got her on right now. You got her on? I got is her on right the, now. Is she... That's, yeah, a, that's just so respect. Bro. That's just respect. Like Every, everybody knows forever. she's an angel of gospel. She's huh? the angel of gospel. <laughs> CC right. can do no wrong. Right. <laughs> I, I'm repping her right that's, now. That's Gabriel in disguise. We, bro, we just saw her at the Stellars, man. Um, mm. And she's definitely an icon. She's definitely somebody that we look up to, obviously, with you over there rocking her gear. She's somebody mm-hmm. that you look up to. What are... 
who are some of the people? Let me let me ask mm. you that. Who are the, some of the people that have, have inspired you? And they don't have to be in Christian hip hop, mm-hmm. but just people that you're like, man, their walk is just something that I'm like, nah, this is this is mm-hmm. this is it right here. This is it. Yeah. Uh so you know, you mentioned my family earlier, and I have a very, very supportive family. Um, they've always supported like everything that I was doing artistically. I come from a kind of a artsy family, a musical family. Um, so my uncle is a Grammy award winning drummer. Um, he's played in most, multiple different genres and stuff like that, but he's who got me into music. Um, I kind of grew up going to watch him play at jazz clubs and there'd be like spoken word poets there too. So just kind of being surrounded by the music and the lyricism, that's kind of what like got me into it. Um, so my uncle Derek Phillips, he's somebody that like, I very much admire. That was like the first person in the industry that I really admired. Um, And he was the one who gave me like Christian hip hop CDs when I was really young. You know, he gave me House of Representatives uh, by Cross Movement. I I, I had to be like, (laughs) I don't even know, like eight or nine or something. And he gave that to me. And then he gave me uh, uh, Christ uh christology by ambassador and then he gave me uh after the music stops lecrae and so he got he got me into it and so i really from a young age i was looking up to to those dudes like i was a kid in the crowd at you know cray concerts when you know cray had like you know 200 people in the crowd and i was super young but they were taking me to those things you know what i mean so um and you know my dad took me to uh kirk franklin concert when I was real, that was like one of my first concerts and he got us these good seats and Kirk came through the crowd and, and like, uh, like shook my hand and stuff. And so those were like the kind of early moments that really, um, really got me into it. And that's who I was looking. Those are the kind of the guys that I was looking up to, you know, that's huge. Dice. Listen, yeah. Dice, every time we, we get these interviews and people bring up these CHH artists and how that was their life. My father that's was taking correct. me to public enemy and NWA concerts. So I <laughs> pray for me, man. Pray for me. man. Yeah. I, you know, no, I wouldn't. No, he, 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 he wouldn't take me to the Luke concerts, but public enemy and NWA and uh, Eric B and Rakim. Yeah. Them, them, I, I never experienced any of the eighties and nineties, you know, uh, CHH artists. So I, I don't have that experience. I didn't go to Kirk Frank. I didn't see Kirk Frank. I was grown. I was grown. I seen Kirk Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate you sharing that. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. We got no big deal in the building with us. Don't touch that down. We got uh, the the festival. We got to talk about a lot more. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source for faith-infused hip-hop, army, and poetry. Still got no big deal on the line with us. So come on, let's talk about a deal. I know I can have this conversation with you. Hip-hop yes, turns sir. 50 this year. Um, I know you talked about some of your Christian hip-hop and your gospel mm-hmm. inspirations who inspired you. But come on, um, talk about the where do you think the state and uh, and the culture of, of hip-hop all together is in 50 years? How do you see it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I really am a hip-hop head. Like, as much as I grew up on, like, the Christian rap and the gospel, I also grew up on straight-up hip-hop. Uh, mm-hmm. that, and that was that was mainly my dad introducing me to that. But, um, yeah, man, I think... Uh, I, I really think that any type of rap that you are into or whatever type of skill set you're looking for, whatever type of, you know, more... If you're more, more lyrical, more vibes, whatever, I think it's out there now. I think a lot of people are, like, 
disappointed in the way that rap went or like they're like oh this, this is different than the golden era but it's like nah all of it exists you just gotta find it you know what i mean like there's no more gatekeepers so you might be talking about in the 90s okay these lyricists were the top people so you didn't have to necessarily look for it but those same type of lyricists like and even improved upon that they exist you just gotta find them they might not be the top dudes on the radio so I personally love the state that hip hop is in because I think it's the most creative and and taking the most risks and there's the most wide variety of styles uh, that there has ever been. Mm-hmm. What about the state of Christian hip hop? Uh, I think I think it's largely the same. I think there's like more creativity um, than ever. I think that if you are a like lyrical theology type person. Those people exist. You know, if you are a more like more like kind of how grits used to be, you know what I mean? Just more life music, you know, uh, from the perspective of of believers, which, you know, I think that I fit into that. I think there's a wide variety of that. And then if you're just looking for some like clean music that's coming from believers, that's more vibe oriented. I think there's that there's very musical people in our space right now. so again, man, I, I know I, I know a lot of people like to be negative about it, but I'm just like, I think that's on you for not finding what you like. You know what I mean? I no, that's say. good. No, I'm glad he brought that up because <laughs> yeah, I, that is, it, we do hear the negative uh, <laughs> feedback saying CHH is dead. Nobody is uh, giving us the Jesus bars that we deserve. But I mm-hmm. love that you broke it down within three categories and yeah. we have a little bit of anything and everything for everybody over here. You just have to right. find what you like. I like yeah. that approach. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you got you got Jay Monty. Like if you want to get straight to it, then you got you know what I mean. You got Jay Monty. Like, um, and and also the I I don't know why everybody acts like the people who been doing Christian hip hop are dead, bro. They right. still here. Like if you want to listen to Trip, he's still going crazy. If you want to listen to Derek, he's still going crazy. Craig Tadashi, like everybody is still going crazy. Like so, just listen to them if that's what you want. You know what I mean? Like. What is that? Yeah. What, what, do, what, do you, what do you really think that is? And it's obviously focused on our, we know that that's not true because our, yeah. our, we can't even check our email enough and then we can't even play enough music on the show and it's fire. Like all the music is fire. Like we even have a music review on Friday just because we can't play enough music. But what right. do you think that little weirdness, What what is that? You know, I, where, I think like, some of it is if we zoom out, some of it's just human nature. Like it doesn't have to be that serious where it's like, you know, uh, why are Christians doing this? It's just people. Like if even in hip hop, like, you know, in mainstream hip hop, old heads doing the same thing. It's not, right. it's not always just old heads, but it's just easy yeah. to say like old heads. They're like, Oh, this music nowadays. Yeah. It ain't like how it used to be rock and roll. Yeah. It don't matter. You could do any genre, any you could do genre. any discipline of art. It's just human nature. So some of it, I'm just like, I don't even take that serious. I'm just like, I guess that's just a part of, yeah. you know, yeah, being a human, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's 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 still a weirdness about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm in agree. I'm sorry, you ain't Dilly. Yeah. You ain't got to say it. We'll say it. We right, we, right, right, we right, say right, it all right. the time. Right, it's a right, weirdness right. about it because yeah, we were I think this age. Yeah. They try to put a date. Like this is the yes. only genre that you try to put an age on. Like no other genre. Like you were saying, R and B, gospel, hip hop, or uh, you know, just anything, jazz, like rock, country. Mm-hmm. Nobody else gets a, like a age cap 
like you know okay mm. yeah you know what, what do you mean, mean? age gap yeah, like, i mean they could come back at 75 you can do a country album Ruby yeah. McIntyre can do something and then it's like taking over the yeah. world and it's sold more than taylor swift so it's like yeah you know same thing with rock pop escape we come back now and the concerts yeah. so i'll be i'll be I'll be honest with you. I know some of y'all's listeners gonna be mad at me, but but look, I I I believe that the spirit and Jesus is with me wherever, and I can I can take the meat and spit out the bones. But last night I was at the Erica Badu concert in Nashville, yeah. and to your point, she did this thing where she she asked people from each uh, decade to make noise in the like when they were born to make noise in the crowd and she started in the 50s and went all the way through the 2000s so this is to your point dice like like she just filled an arena with people who were born in the 50s and people who were born after 2000 like it's it's timeless music and it's like the young like young people aren't like ah erica's for old people you know what right. i mean and, and whatever and really I, I to be honest though i really went to that concert because toby uh wigway was opening up but uh but also people from the 50s like <laughs> you know what also, i'm saying like right she had like 60 something year olds in there yeah you know so um yeah i think that we should have a more long-term mindset i think we should honor bro people act like trip does everybody know that Trip is like 34 years old? Like no. <laughs> they act like he like cuz he started right? when he was really young. He started yeah. when he was like 16. Yeah. So, I'm like, bro, these are all young dudes. Everybody right. is still young. Right. Like and doing it at a at a high level like yeah. I just think people want to talk on the internet sometimes. They just want to hear themselves go. talk. It's like, there we right. go. Yeah, we need to settle down. down. Yeah, yeah, settle down. Yeah, please settle down. And we talk about timeless music. I'm glad you brought that up. I think we need to focus on making hit records and timeless music. Then we wouldn't have to worry about a lot of these conversations. A lot of these people who got these opinions ain't even making good music like what you're doing. So yeah, that's no, a whole, not at all. that's a whole nother conversation. No, no, seriously. Yeah, you look at their catalog. You like why? Why yeah. are you talking again? Why? I'm trying to understand yeah. why. Do you think oh, you have a merit? Some of it might be like I need something to blame why I'm not popping on. Why so I'm gonna blame yeah. it on? No. I'm gonna blame it on the no. they're not lyrical enough or whatever. No, right. no, no. Everybody knows Erica Badu has timeless music, lifetime, yeah. bag yeah. lady. Like you can yeah. you can say right. the hits. They came out in '90s. They still bang right now. I'm a DJ. Yeah. I, I I don't just DJ Christian events. I DJ yeah. whatever. Let's be very yeah. clear. Yeah. I still get requests for Erica Badu. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Talk about right. it. Come on. Talk about this music you got, man. You've been dropping yeah. man singles, man. Yeah. Last six weeks. I know yeah. you got lighter fluid. You got art of war. Come on. Talk about mm-hmm. some more of this music. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just been trying to be really consistent. You know, the, the industry has changed um, where, uh, albums are still very important they're they're like what connects your fans to you long term you know we talk about timeless music you still need like people who don't think you need albums that's a very it's very rare that an artist can just not have albums and still have a dedicated fan base so you need those but you also need to be more consistent with your drops and that's where like my single release um like run this year has has come from but also this is actually a really cool thing that I like about this era of music is that before, you know, you make an album and some of those songs are like on the back half of your album. They don't really get that much shine. But now a song like Go With The Ghost, like a song like Go With The Ghost, especially if you were an artist on a label, that's going to be on the back half of your album. Right. 
But now you can put it out as a single. You could do music video. You could build this whole world around mm -hmm. it and it can perform like a single. And now uh, a lot of people hear that side of you instead of just the people who bought your album and mm -hmm. listened all the way through to it. So that's something that I'm really excited about is to put some of these deep, some of these more creative, more musical records out by themselves uh, so that they get the proper shine, um, you know, in, in the proper context. Do you... <sighs> How do you make music? This is a question folks usually ask, and sometimes it really wears me out. But I'll be real with you. After you put out Go With The Ghost, mm -hmm. I was like, now I want to ask. Yeah. Your creativity. Like, uh -huh. what What are you What are you even thinking when you make a song like Go With The Ghost? Because earlier today, you know, I had Alexa playing it. And uh, I was like, I could see people in like 2050 on skateboards like making jokes but like floating through the door like 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 yeah. mimicking like repeating what you're saying yeah yeah and i was like did you intentionally make this track or or like how did this one even come about because it's it's yeah. beyond it's super creative and it's never been done before nobody has a song that sounds like this at all and Man. even on my worst day i can hit play and it just mellows me out whether it's the words Man. or whether it's the music so like how do you come about making a song like that? I appreciate that. Yeah, um, I think that I think there's a musicality that um, it's kind of just like in my blood from my family that a lot of people don't they don't think that us as rappers as hip hop artists are musical people. They think it's just like, oh, y'all are just talking whatever. But it's like I think about it musically, like the way that I choose my flows, my melodies, the way that I interact with the beat is a lot like how my uncle interacts with with musicians. You know what I mean? I've seen him I, and and it's the same type of process to where, like, if I get the production or I get part of the production and I'm playing it out loud in my studio, then it's much more like a musician trying to come up with a guitar riff or come up with a piano riff than it is than people think you know it's like it's a lot of just vocalizing out loud like trying to find the melody trying to find the rhythm you know you're freestyling and you're mumbling and you're just you're getting and you're like internalizing especially if you're you know if you're a believer then I believe God is in the room with you and he's bringing ideas to my mind as I'm listening to the music, you know, so I'm not the type of artist to have a notebook full of ideas and then I get the production. I'm like, OK, I'm going to use idea number 35. Mm -hmm. I let the music kind of spark everything off. And then it really just it just it comes out. One thing I tell like all like younger artists and newer artists is like to really have something to talk about, you have to be. You have to actually live life. You have to have deep conversations. You have to um, build yourself as a person, you know, build your personal relationships like um, and build your personal faith. And then that's what's going to come out, you know, like whatever's in your heart is going to come out. So, yeah, again, I'm not like, OK, I'm going to talk about this on this next song. OK, mm -hmm. let's find a beat for it. I'm just like put the beat on and invite God into the session. Tell him that his will is what I'm trying to accomplish and he has full reign to edit, to scrap, to encourage whatever that, whatever it is that I'm writing. And then I just let it go, you know? 
Holy Spirit, have your way. You, you, yeah. just, just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Let yeah, me get yeah. out the way. That's amazing. I, listen, I don't yeah. think we've ever got a response back like that, Dice. That's the first time we've heard it on that level. So I appreciate you sharing that deal. Yeah. Listen, yeah. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming back. I promise you, we go close out with uh, Dilly in a minute. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith and fuse. Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Listen, we still got Dilly Odelai with us. And it's time yes, to sir. get real in these streets. Uh, it's time for our Real Talk Conversation, Dice. So uh, mm. we don't do this too often. This is exclusive. I promise y'all. Y'all know we are very uh, particular about who we bring into our Real Talk Conversations. But Uh-oh. I thought it would be a great roundtable conversation since Dilly's always talking about this. Let's talk about eagles. Eagles mm. amongst people of faith. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe a little arrogance too, as well. Let's talk about arrogance <laughs> and egos because I think, um, sometimes, no, no, come on. So, even even us, Dice, we had to uh, shouts out to uh, the Stellars and the Bear Tag Entertainment. Um, we got a chance to be a part of the Stellars experience and play in the celebrity game. But I was mm. uh, the whole time we were promoting, I'm like, Dice, I gotta kind of talk myself down. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to feel myself a little bit too much. I don't think God would be pleased with some of this trash talk. So, I had yeah. to make sure I balanced it. So, mm-hmm. I think this is a good conversation just to talk about egos and arrogance and how do we do that? Especially, and I want to hear from you first, Dilly. Um, yeah. You being an artist, let's be very clear. I, mm. I, I'm not saying you toot your horn, but you know you good. Like at some point, you know, like I have mm-hmm. this gift. I'm very good at it. How do you keep yourself humble mm, in the yeah. process of making all this music, getting all the DMs, hugging people after events, where you don't mm. get the big head too much to where it goes into you feel yourself or you're arrogant about how you present yourself in, in public and, and also in your music. Yeah, I think actually uh, a lot of people get this backwards, but I think a key to humility is fully understanding and embracing the gifts that you've been given. Like a lot of people are fake humble in that they're like, you know, somebody's like, oh, man, you like you're an amazing artist. The music that you made is is amazing. It's impacted me this way. And a person's like, oh, no, nah, man, nah, it's, it's, it's not that big a deal or whatever, bro. You're actually devaluing like how much God gave you in that way. You know what I'm saying? So the the key is to balance it is to like be fully convinced like God is doing something amazing through me and for me. Um, but all but that's it, too. It's like God is doing this. You know what I mean? God gave this gift. God is accomplishing part of his story through my artwork and what I'm doing. So that gives you the humility and the awe um, and the respect. That's that's what the Bible calls fear is is being in awe and being and, and having the utmost respect and being humble. And I think a key to that is to realize the good gifts he's given because they point to how great and how big and how vast and how amazing he is. If I can create something like Go With The Ghost and Go With The Ghost is one song like that people listen to in one country at one point in time on one, one planet in the universe and God created all of that then by accepting how great that is, I can be like, that's just, 
if that's that great and that's just a grain of sand to everything that's going on, how great then is God? So I think it's always giving it back to him. And when you run into trouble is when you you stop it at how great uh, the gift is and you forget it's a gift and you forget the giver. That's when it's just ego, because then you're like, I'm the genesis of this, like instead of God being the the genesis of it, you know. Mm. Have you always had that type of awareness or did that come with time or maybe somebody actually, you know, po- pointing that out to you? Did you like had, had you ever thought like, I'm so great? <laughs> no, oh, like, I, I, <laughs> let's get it clear. I, I struggle with that like very frequently like i what i just said is what i preach to myself you know what i mean and like so i mean you know especially hip-hop hip-hop is it's like basketball you know it's a competitive sport um it's really i i imagine it's like being a high level athlete and being a christian i bet I, i think the parallels are like there like how do i keep myself humble when my stats are crazy right now. You know what right. I mean? Like, like how do I keep myself humble? And much like the athletes who stay solid, it's about giving the glory to God. You know what I mean? When you're able to verbally do that, even it, like I said, I try to permeate every, even with my name, like everything. Um, we try to make sure that people, people know. Um, but yeah, I think you do that by displaying how great, he is. I think he did that in the Old Testament with like with David, with with a lot of his people, like the temple itself, like the temple is not God. Right. We know that the temple is it's not even a human. It doesn't even have the image of God in it. But he wanted the temple to be beautiful. And to, and he had very specific ways that it needed to reflect his glory so that it would point to him. And now he says that we are his temple. So. If the temple itself has got like diamonds and sapphire and all these things, and it's a, it's a, it's just stones, you know what I mean? To make much of God. And now we are the temple. It's like, okay, I think if we keep everything where it's supposed to be, then we can acknowledge that I'm a very excellent rapper and then give the glory to God for that. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Talk a yeah. little bit about your, your accountability circle because I think. You, you said some key things. One, absolutely, you know that you're good. So I know it has to be a great accountability circle that keeps you kind of like humble mm-hmm. in case yeah. you do get a little too cocky. Speak to mm-hmm. that. Then also, too, as well, speak to your spiritual resume because you, you, I love yeah. the fact that you said, yes, to keep myself humble. I have to mm-hmm. make sure I keep him in mind and understand yeah. that the gift comes from him, all his mm-hmm. blessings. If he takes his hand off of it, it don't matter how good totally. I am. So speak, speak, speak yeah. to those two things real quick. Yeah, um, I mean, number one, it can't be overstated. Like having a having a spouse that was with you before music, like that's before you was the whip. Before you was the whip. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a cheat code right there because that like at the same time that they're supportive and proud and all that, like they know who you are. Like you're you're not like you know what I mean. So that's that's one thing. But um, man, we are. I can confidently say we are very tapped into our local church um, Mm -hmm. very much. So like, that's something that we're not willing to compromise on. So like even with shows and stuff, like after a certain amount of Sundays that I'm gone, I just turn them down. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we, we are serious about the Sunday meeting. We're sitting in our community group. 
Um, you know, I have two guys from my church that like they are my guys. Like they're they're who I go to first when I'm struggling. Like no matter how embarrassing it is or whatever, like I go to them first, and and they're able to give me guidance and you know, um, and, and clarity of thought. The scripture says there's there's uh, safety in a multitude of counselors. So like. Mm-hmm. Um, I have then that's like the inner circle and then the community group, uh, which is a little bit bigger. And they they're you know, we are we're just very transparent people. And then the church at large. But um, so that's yeah, that's accountability. And then as far as spiritual regimen, man, people always try to reinvent the wheel. But it really is what it has been forever, which is scripture and prayer and communion with the spirit and with Jesus. You know what I mean? So it's it's. It's reading the Bible, bro. It's reading the Bible each day. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's reading the Bible each day and it's praying. Now, I will say practically there are some ways that I've learned um, that kind of make it a lot easier for me. For a long time, I thought like prayer had to be like sitting quietly like or praying on your knees or or, or whatever. All these like um, traditions that are good and, and, and there's nothing wrong with them, but I started to realize the way that my prayers were like kind of short and I always wanted my prayers to be longer and kind of like more um, personal, you know? And I realized that when I'm talking to people, I walk around like I pace. I'm a pacer. If I'm on the phone, even if I'm talking to you in person, I'm probably standing and I'm probably like walking a little bit. So I started walking and praying. That was the, that was the cheat code for me. Like prayers be long. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah, I think it's just like remembering that that God is a person, not a human, but a person. Um, he's not like a an idea. He's a person. So you should relate to him how you are in relationship with people here on earth. You know what I mean? Uh, as far as how you relate, uh, like how you speak. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. What what are what are some things that you have yet to be able to do that you're like, man, if I could take my career over there and mm. use it in that in that space, man, that would be awesome. That's a good question. I, I feel really content right now in like I just feel like I just need to keep going. Uh pretty much every like big door that y'all have seen me go through that was not like part of the plan. It was just something that like God opened up, you know, like touring with Cray and Andy had no idea that was on the horizon, like making music with KB touring with him. These were not like, those were not the calculated moves. All my calculated moves are about like my music and how I market it. But these big kind of milestones, the dub award, like wet West from, uh, from HGA after we finished that song he texted me like we're gonna get a double war for this and I was like bro what like he was that confident like he just he, he, you know and I was like I, I had no like concept for that you know what I mean so I think I don't really have anything that I'm like I just want to keep building what we've already got like excellently you know what I mean so it's like there's nothing that I'm like chasing after it's just building this festival like building indie tribe like mm. continuing to go with my solo music that's that's kind of what what i'm wanting to do 
Come on, talk about it. Talk about this uh, Smoke 23 Festival. Uh, it's going down next month. Um, yes, sir. Preferably, we can pull up. We, we, we try to figure Dang. it if we can work it in our schedule, but I know it's going to be yeah. crazy. Talk about the lineup and everything that you put into this. Yeah, man, this this is the thing that I'm most excited about right now, which is Smoke 23 Festival. And yes, the smoke is still holy. Um, uh, it is only not called Holy Smoke because of uh, uh, legal reasons right now that may be resolved, but um, I just want everybody to know that because people thought like, dang, are they are they turning it into a weed festival smoke. or something like that? And it's like, nah, bro. If we could call it Holy Smoke. Are you smoke, serious? Could... Oh, yeah. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. Uh, oh, my goodness. But nah, if we, if we could call it Holy Smoke right now, we would. So, wow. And with that being said, let me go ahead and say this on, on, on uh, yeah. air. Y'all can call it whatever you want. We uh, can't call it that. Okay. But the fans, we can hey, call it. Y'all can call it whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, this festival, man, it, it, it's been a huge blessing this last year. We've had so much like support from the community. Everything with us is relationship based. Um, we don't have any major corporation, any label behind this. This is us. When I say us, I mean any tribe and my wife. That's what I mean. I mean, nice. Lonely the Iceberg, John Keith, DJ Michael V, uh, Chelsea, my wife, and me. So there's nobody else involved in this. So it's all just been relationships. But um, yeah, we got, you know, Lecrae, King's Kaleidoscope, Hovey, What Up RG, The New Respects, Ty Brazzle, uh, of course, all like me, um, John, John Keith, Mogi the Iceberg, DJ Michael V, Indie Tribe as a separate act, Madison Ryan Ward. Um, Charlie Powers, Jude Barclay. I know I'm going to miss some people, but I mean, this is a two day event in Nashville. It's the first time it's two days. We got two stages. We're building, like, we're doing a stage in the skate park. And then we're doing the main stage. We've got LED, uh, haze. Like, we're, we're like, this is something that I, I feel has not been done on this level before. And we're doing it independently. With nobody can tell us how to program it or, or like what we have to say or, or not say in it. Um, it's really the festival of the artists and of the people. We have an education wing called um, Indie Tribe Institute, which sole purpose is to equip independent artists um, with industry panels. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have a, a, a Grammy award winning panel where it's, it's all people who have won Grammys in various facets kind of giving game to people um a music business panel like a social media panel these are all things to equip the artists and that part of of other festivals completely free it's just an rsvp um, because we really are independent artists first like we want to equip that we have an outdoor part that's called um the block party that is focused on the community that we're embedded in so we're in nashville so it's going to be nash local nashville vendors local nashville dj food all of that um and that's also free and open to the public because we don't want to just like a lot of these festivals do just embed in a city and then f- and it has nothing to do with the city like they forget about the city that that's actually allowing them to do this um yeah man so and we're paying all our artists there's not a there's not an artist on the <clears throat> roster who is not getting paid unless they said I don't want to be paid. Like they told us that, you know, there, there's one artist who did that. <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, everybody is getting paid, um, something. And each year we, our goal is to 
pay more than we did the year before. We've done that uh, for the last three years. So, yeah. Speak, speak to that a little bit more. I, I think say, I, please. No, a lot of people, we talk about it all the time oh, on here, on, on the business side of it, of us, <clears throat> not only, one, we have to continue to show analytics to show that people are coming to these events, people are purchasing yeah. tickets, but also, too, as well, you guys are artists, we are DJs, you got producers, like, this is work. It's work it takes to, to put into making this music, performing this music. It's a job. So speak mm-hmm. to the importance of why did you feel it was important for you to give an honorary I'm going to pay them a service fee for performing, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm also an artist, you know, and I think that's one of the benefits of it being a festival that is owned and operated by artists is that I've played a lot of festivals. I play a lot of festivals this year and I know how it feels to be an independent artist at a festival without, you know, some label behind you and without like selling millions of records or whatever. Um, and we want to kind of be the safe haven for artists and, and, and the antithesis um, of that. So one, but one thing that, and this is like a, a Christian music industry problem is that Christians, it, I don't want to say Christians, but like, let, let's say in the Christian music industry, like, and the fans of Christian music, um, there's been this feedback loop of devaluing Christian art. So there was there was one point in time where Christians in the world were the master artists. When you look at painting, you look at sculptures, you look at mm-hmm. classical music. Those are all Christians. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and now it's like, look, I'm, I'm just going to say it. You have stuff like Winter Jam, where you have these incredible artists, like the top of the genre in Christian mu- in Christian music. And people are paying ten dollars a ticket mm-hmm. to see them. So you're communicating. You got to understand when you set a price for something. You are communicating something to the fans. So you're communicating to that fan. This music is not that big a deal. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could just pay $10 and, and come in and see it. That's a communication that's happening. And then there's this feedback loop of where you see it in the comments and stuff. Christians just, they don't see what we do as like a job, as like, as like laboring. They're just like, oh, that's like your little ministry that you do or whatever. Yeah. And I got a real job. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, and then complain about the music. So then complain about the quality of the music or complain that it's it's not as good. It's corny. It's not as good as the mainstream. And it's like, you know, that takes a lot of money to bring stuff to the, the same quality as the mainstream. Well, the mainstream, you're paying three hundred and fifty dollars to see Drake by himself, by himself. And you're paying ten dollars to see the 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 biggest Christian artist in the game. So. All that being said, our prices, we aim to actually bring festival culture into Christian music. So our prices are correct, bro. You got to, it's a two day festival. You got to pay a hundred dollars for that, bro. There we go. That's the only way that we're going to be able to pay the artist. So it's like, who do you blame on something like Winter Jam for the artist not being paid? Do you blame Winter Jam or do you blame the fans? Because at $10 a ticket, not everybody can be paid. But if Winter Jam charged you a hundred dollars, you'd be like, oh, they're being greedy. So it's like, look, from the ground level, we charge what we charge. So we don't even attract people who don't understand what we're trying to build. And that's how everybody's going to get paid because you got to pay the right price. 
You see what I'm saying? I love it. We do. Drop the mic. That's the I drop the it. mic moment right there. I, and you listen, I'm, I'm so grateful uh, uh, the listeners heard it from right. Dilly himself, not us. Because, you know, we get emails and text messages all the time, Dilly. Right. We've, we've been saying this and people think, you know, whatever. I say, listen, you can't turn your lights on in your house without paying for the bill. I don't uh-huh. know why y'all think stuff is what? free. Ain't nothing like free. What, what, what are you talking about? No. So right. yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that. Listen, Dylan, <laughs> we got to get you out of here, man. Tell the people how yes, they sir. connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single. Yes, sir. Um, so everybody can follow me at, at no big deal, N O B I G D Y L, um, on all socials. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think all socials is that. If it's not that, you could just type in, no big deal on Google and all the stuff will come up. Also, dilly.com or no, you could do nobigdeal.com as well for all my stuff. For the festival, tickets are at indietribe.us. So I-N-D-I-E tribe.us. That's where the tickets are. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all better show up. Come on, come on. Show up and, and please introduce your latest single. Uh, Wait, which one we doing? We doing? I, I got a bunch of singles out. Which one we doing? <laughs> It, 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 listen, whatever you tell us, we're going to play. Whatever you say, we're going to play. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. So uh just dropped uh, the latest Indie Tribe single uh, called Sliding. And uh, I, that's what I want y'all to drop. But this joint, I love this song, bro. And I, I actually think y'all are going to love it, too. So we'll be back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. And uh, Dice, oh, we had a good show this morning. This this one is different. This was one for the books. Mm. No big deal. Stop through. And uh, them gems that were dropped, the realness that was dropped. I know a lot of times they hear a lot of this edgy and real stuff from us but yeah when they get a chance to hear it from one of the greats i want to see what dm you gonna dm me now i know you're <laughs> listening it's a hater somewhere trying to steal trying to dm us still trying to uh, uh text our uh, business line trying to hate it's there's somebody somewhere dice you know it somewhere what you got to say now you heard it from no big deal what you got to say he he wrote it out he, he he said it plain plain as day listen i am hoping and praying everybody supporting indie tribe and all things no big deal especially at this event like you were saying focus i am just happy one to get to see him face to face two to have him on the show three that honestly we just got a chance to like you say give him some flowers today man and um i'm just a super fan everybody knows you know i've been talking about teddy bears forever like I'm, I'm just really proud of him. You know, like, he makes me feel good concerning the genre and the music and the things that he's doing. But yeah, no, he just wrote it up. Y'all need to pay, pay people. Pay people what they worth now. Buy them tickets. Y'all spend $1,200 on Beyonce. You know, $1,000 on Taylor Swift. Uh, support this event. Um, holy Smoke, because he said we can call it Holy Smoke. Please go support that in August. Show up, grab some extra tickets, take some people you know, take your neighbors, people you don't know. I just know you're not going to be disappointed. Whatever day you get to show up, you will not be disappointed. So hopefully you'll see us out there, um, you know, doing what we do. Absolutely. And please go to uh, No Big Deals um, social media platform. He has uh, the link to purchase his tickets. It's a two-day festival, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. only $100 for two days. That is not a lot to all to ask mm-hmm. for and I love that he brought up something we always talk about on here we need to continue to show value in our Christian events mm-hmm. so we gonna need your church 
and our and our followers to to pay into the events. These mm. artists do music full time. These DJs do music full time. Production. When you talk about, you got to have stage people to set up production, lights, stages, uh, people to break down the stages and stuff. All this stuff costs money, ladies and gentlemen. So mm-hmm. you're not just making the artist rich, which mm-hmm. y'all don't have no issue when y'all doing it for a mainstream artist. But when you're doing it for a Christian artist, it's a reason. That's a whole nother topic we're going to talk dive into one day. Um, mm-hmm. But we need to continue to support our artists our djs our producers we need to continue to show value in it so that way we can't it makes it easier for us when we have these events to go get sponsors you know why because we can say yeah the, the uh smoke uh holy smoke uh 23 festival had two thousand people there don't you think businesses want to get their business in front of 2,000 people? Oh, so no. now we can advertise and have sponsor packages yeah. to where it pays for itself, you know? Right, so yeah, right. we need to continue to get this behind us. You know, we got to support each other. So I, I just get upset because I see a lot of believers uh, mm-hmm. say they don't want to pay to come to an event like this, Smoke uh, Fest 23. Uh, Smoke 23 Festival, but they'll go see uh, Usher in Vegas. I've seen a lot of our believers at an Usher event. And uh, we just was in Vegas for Stella Week, and I, I'm not, I'm not knocking Usher, because uh, I would go see Usher too. Mm-hmm. But I keep it balanced to know I'm going to support my gospel artists, my right. Christian hip hop artists. Even <laughs> we, we even do Christian uh, jazz musicians. There's a whole genre of, of I mean, there's a whole uh, list of artists who just yeah. do gospel jazz that me and my wife go to clubs and we just have a nice little ambiance eat some good food and and, and pay to see them there you go yeah yeah support 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 people need your support and like you said it takes a lot of work stuff you don't even see you know things you can't even imagine just to show up and to give you a great experience and um yeah no, so y'all make sure y'all are in the building. I hope you guys enjoyed today's real talk topic, though. Um, hmm. Ego. ego, ego, yeah. Talking about that ego, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know it gets the best of us, so we just gotta continue to stay humble. Yeah, and and, and I think Dilly brought up a good point. Your accountability circle will mm. keep you humble. That's you need somebody around you who's not a yes man or a yes girl to say, "No, nah, you out of pocket." Yeah. Go sit down somewhere. Stop doing that. No, no. Sometimes, no, no. We, we need yeah. it. You know, yeah, but majority of us uh, who are married, uh, we know our spouses are the first ones. But even outside of our spouses, mm-hmm. when we do business connection, we do radio, you yeah. artists, you need peers that are rolling the circle to hold you accountable and yeah. you right. hold them accountable. Come if they now. out somewhere doing something out of pocket, no, no, no. You got a personal relationship with them. It's not yeah. judgment when you have a, you in relationship with people. Right, no, that's right. accountability. That's a difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Huge difference. So really good stuff today. Things that would help you uh, to be refreshed if you were thirsting for the Lord on this Thursday and his righteousness. <laughs> it was a refreshing show. So, oh man, definitely one for the books. Definitely one. I'm putting this one on my calendar. Please do, because I'm putting it on mine too as well. This is fire. (laughs) This is fire. Listen, we got to get out of here. We appreciate y'all. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Continue to show the love of Christ. Stop playing. You know what it is. Tomorrow is the winning prescription. All right, now. We got 10 new bangers to talk about. We're going to talk about is it ministry driven. We're going to talk about the bars. We're going to talk about the lyrics. We're going to talk about the content. We're going to talk about everything. So tap in. You know, we music heavy every single Friday. The winning prescription. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You know how we get down. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.